Conversation is that just you with somebody else? Oh yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a phone call. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how they usually work. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, thanks for taking my call. I this is really cool. I listened to your episodes. What's the name of it again? Detective Samuel Sifts Love One Discovery or Recovery Services. I'm so glad you said that, and I didn't have to. Yeah. So. I thought I, it was funny to have a long name because I think that's funny, but oh my goodness, it's not a good idea for marketing at all. <laughs> Everything you're printing off, it's like, it doesn't fit. Shrink the font. No one's going to be able to read it. Right, exactly. No, I, yeah, I listened to all, I mean, I got it. I listened to one episode because I just came across it on iTunes. And uh, and then I was like, oh, this is good. I mean, like, I'm going I'm to be like just straight up honest with you because I am with everybody. It's like, Oh, he's trying something. That's cute at the first episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's cute. But then, like, the, by the second episode, I was addicted. It was like, it was like straight uh, cocaine. I was like, oh my God, now I'm just 100% hooked. And I loved it. Listened to it all probably in like a day and a half, I think. I just went straight through. Um, so it was really cool. And I mean, it is, it's just really different. I really like the, the, the aesthetic. Well, thank you very much. You know, yes. that you were doing. Uh, so what, why? <laughs> I don't know. I've always liked um, uh, comedy that's in the post-apocalypse, right? Or like, okay, for so some like reason, I've always Zombieland, isn't that a movie? Zombieland or like, you know, any any in that genre. Like I've always dubbed. Mm-hmm. Strange Love, I would say, is in that. Um but anyway, mm-hmm. so that, that's why I was digging it. But I appreciate what you're saying about episode one and get at episode two. Like, we definitely learned a lot between just the the one thing we learned that just is like a no brainer for like <laughs> no brainer. <drama. laughs> yeah, sorry, right. sorry, pun not intended. Is like, uh, just stand up. Like, have your actors stand up. Don't sit down. And, right. Um, and I was a little worried that I was like, man, I don't know, I might lose people on episode one. Like, I. You know, but if I can get them on episode two, then I feel like I'll have them. And it's not that long either. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, they're not, but they're still. Hold on a sec. Gosh, don't you hate it when you're doing an interview and you have another incoming call? Oh, that can happen. <laughs> It'll have me quote my thoughts if you want to take it. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, I think it's just my girlfriend calling me. <laughs> I'll call her back. Um, no, so yeah, it, they're they're not long, and and this is this is why I needed to talk to you. Okay, you have to do more. All right, this isn't enough. Like, I'm yeah. is it not? It's nine episodes, right? Eight? No, nine, it's only four. Four? It's what? Four episodes? Yeah. Is it only four? 
It's okay. four episodes. Well, then you have to do more. I'm, I'm, I have four episodes, and I need a hundred. Um, so, so you have, I mean, I, I, you don't have to do it for yourself. You don't have to do it for money. You don't have to do it for anybody else. You don't have to do it for Timmy who's sick with cancer. You have to do it for me. This is why you need to do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got eight episodes written for us. I've got rough drafts. I've got really rough drafts. Well, they're not that. I've worked very solid rough drafts, eight episodes for the second season written okay. right now. Maybe that's why I was um, thinking nine because the number eight. Eight more episodes. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. And then if I, maybe I need to make nine and then I'll have a baker's dozen, dozen with four plus nine. But anyway, that's just math. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the first season was like a year and a half of rewrites because I was kind of creating the universe. Mm-hmm. And this is going a lot quicker because I've kind of created the universe. Even though I'm trying to flesh it out in the second season. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, my hope is to, uh, release like a live one we did in October, like a teaser and then second season um, in February. Right. The okay. thing I've been debating mm. like podcasts that where people are talking, it's all about doing it on a regular basis. Right. I, I think it, so. I, I try to li- release mine at a very irregular pattern so that nobody knows what day it's going to come out. But that's because I like to, yeah, I like to screw with my audience. If if I can, if I can make it more difficult for them to listen to me, I'm being a success. Yeah. (laughs) I think the, um, I think the audio drama podcast world, which is a lot smaller because I've been listening to a bunch of those. Yeah. Um, They they do batches. They do batches. Yeah. Which makes sense in this Netflix world. But, um, but I think it's harder for the systems to pick it up, but I have no idea what, you know what I mean? I, who, I knows? Don't, who has any idea? Right? Yeah. No, I have a guy, Hector. I pay him like $100 a month, and he says, no, I get your episodes out. Don't worry, Mr. DeYoung. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so just got to find yeah. a guy. <laughs> so, you're, doing, so you're doing the circuit. You're actually doing the circuit, and you probably have another call. Your PR person is going to hop on and say, oh, we have, to, we have to end this and wrap this up in a few minutes. Yeah, we gotta, uh, he's got he's to do a show in three weeks. He's yeah. got to prepare. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna do, I'm going to the cons. I love cons. I've always loved cons. Ooh, like half the reason. Well, I'm, all, I'm in North Carolina, so Charlotte. I'm going to go to Dragon Con this year. I've never been to it. I was in Phoenix for 16 years. I went to the Phoenix one every year and loved it. And then the oh, San Diego one only once. And it just like, Oh my God, blew my mind. Um, I'm going to totally out myself. Uh, I'm, I'm such a dork. I don't, I've never been to a con. Like, oh, she got at least one. That's it's how much of a non, of that's how much of a non nerd I am. And I feel bad because yeah. I probably have a lot of nerds who like my show. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm looking forward to like setting a table up at those things. Like I've okay. never had a table at one of those things, right? And, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but you should go to one just to see. I think what they're so wonderful and why I loved them from the beginning was it's kind of a change now that Marvel's taken over movies, which I'm all for. I love Marvel. They're great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely like before that happened, it truly was the nerds. Now it's not just the nerds, right? Uh-huh. But it's like nerd culture. Even back then, it was like, hey, there's a lot of other widows in the world. You don't need to worry about it, right? And that was nice. And now it's kind of cool that, like, our world has taken over. Um, but I don't know. I think, like, it's they're just – it's nice to see a lot of people doing something weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, in your show, it doesn't get much weirder than that. Um, just uh, once again, like the, the old timey radio feel of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that would go over well at a con too. And uh, oh, I have some stickers. Oh, stickers. I should I should send you some of my stickers so you can be yeah. like, and here's this guy. <laughs> yeah, because I'm all about self self shameless self promotion. That's <laughs> the guy who did our audio. Who did all? I didn't do the audio. A, a very good friend of mine named Adrian Parrish, who I work with on lots of things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He did all the sound, so that means he also did like what we're calling foley, like sound effects. Uh-huh. Um, like the walking and, uh, noises and doors. The and walking noises and all that. Like, just the, um, I think it's episode one, a shot glass hits a table, it slid, somebody drinks it, and then they gulp. Uh-huh. And he, like, put four sounds into that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but we did a version of this show live. It's an episode that hasn't been released. Okay. With another friend of ours who does radio theater, like, on a stage and the actors are there with a mic and they're reading a script, but the audience watches the sound effects to the left and they, they're like, that's what the audience is watching the whole night. They love it. Right. Uh-huh. And he let us do this world in one of his shows, which like was incredibly helpful, you know, to figure out like things we were doing wrong. And, but also it really gave him a really good, um, sound effects background. I guess I'm getting around to it. Yeah. I have one episode live that I've submitted to two cards asking if we could do it live and they've done accepted me yet. I'm like, uh, I guess uh, I gotta do a table first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be way cool then. Do an actual performance at, at, at Dragon Con or something. Yeah. That would be sure. Where cool. are you located? Uh, so, yeah, I'm actually out of Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Right. So, and you are out west? I was in Phoenix, but now I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, because oh. that's where I grew up. Yeah, I, you know, I've been to North Carolina if geographically for no other reason, not job or family. If I could just pick the one spot in the country I'd want to live, based just on the geography and the and the uh, the outdoors, it would be like the Carolinas, mm-hmm. definitely. I'm thinking like an hour from the coast, like that would be. That would be way nice. It's beautiful. I've been through there a few times. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Did you ever, did you listen to some, some of our stupid stuff that we've done? Just curious. Yeah. The okay. first one I listened to was, it took me two or three episodes <laughs> to figure out what I was talking about you with actually the sound guy I was just mentioning. It, and, um, we had a friend who did like found sound stuff podcast. That was really kind of weird. And I feel like I was told him, like, you're like kind of a comedy version of that, right? It's just, just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which I did. Yeah, we, uh, we, I mean, the first, I hated it. The first 10 episodes or something, my, my buddy's car, he would get in his car and that's where he talked to me and his car was malfunctioning. So his electrical, electrical <laughs> system was just ding, ding, ding the whole time. I'm like, can you shut that off? He goes, no, it's just broken. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> the most unlistenable thing. Um, anyway, uh, I did have another question. Hold on a second. Blah, 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 blah. There was a reason why I asked that. Oh yeah. So what? Oh, this is what I need to know. Um, what what happens next? To, is it Sam? Samwell Sith. Samwell. Samwell. That's yeah. his full name. Yeah, Samwell. So what happens next to Samwell? Can you well, give me the, the inside uh, skinny? 
there's some he's gonna get um I don't know, I don't mind doing a little spoiler here. But what I think pretty sure is gonna happen is um the the lady who I think I wanna call her the Maitre D, her name is Barbara Babbitt of the Helton Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh which is a fancy hotel because they have ice, which is a rare, you know, Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, very ice. that's nice in North Carolina apocalypse. Um, <laughs> they have a little ice. Uh, she has to hire him for a case. Something happens. And then she hires him to be like the house detective. Okay. Apparently was a thing back in the day. Um, who just hangs out in the hotel and shit goes wrong, but he can also take his own cases. Oh, and for the next season, I've got, Four episodes that are all standalone. Like this first season was all just one case. Right. So the first four, I think, are going to be standalone cases, and oh. that's all about establishing the world and that yeah the, how this whole system works. And then the last four is one big case. One big case. Cool. Which, um, I, I'm just going to admit this now, and I'm going to admit it. What if we record it? I was. Early in this process, I was watching the Maltese Falcon over and over and over again, right? To get, like, the and language and the verbiage. And the, yeah, and the banter, like, the how do they talk, you know? Uh-huh. While I'm writing an episode out, and I, um, about a month and a half after I'd finished watching the Maltese and I haven't read the script in a while, I go back to it. And I realized that I have just completely ripped off the Maltese Falcon. Nice. Like, all the characters, almost a scene by scene breakdown. Like, <laughs> and so, like, I think I'm just going to declare that, call it a homage. I think homage. Oh, definitely and, like, homage it. And, and roll with that. But I can't start a season with that. I got to prove that I can, you know. Yeah. A one trick pony before I start <laughs> plagiarizing. Um, you know, but. Um, that that yeah, is that's, funny. That's, they well, they yeah. say on the shoulders of of giants. You know that's yeah. where we stand. So, um, yeah. and I mean you can't uh, rip off a better uh, uh, movie from that genre then. Right. Um, I don't know, think if I owed it. I and, yeah, yeah, so anyway. Said, yeah. Yes. Inspired by mm-hmm. a nod to yeah, he'll be totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. Um, that uh uh. Brings it, this is interesting um, because I struggle at doing things. I have ideas, but I struggle at doing things. And here you are, like, not only, like, coming up with this idea, I would accomplish that. And that's about as far as I'd get. Maybe I would start giving my characters names. But you write out scripts. You come up with it. You pull together people. I mean, you get a sound guy and a crew together, voice actors, and then you make this happen. Like, I mean, respect, you know, because that's just... That's that's pretty cool to be able to take your idea all all the way through to a finished product. Well, thank you very much. But I mean, you're doing a fair amount too. There, you're. I like how you're <laughs> pulling from lots of places and just see wait, when can I get in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I like the um, stages of a process. I, the the unrelenting beat of trying to release something would be tough. You like that? Oh, I like that. that. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. Like for yeah, me, it's yeah. it's record phone call, post to internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, completely different. But you you just get in there and go through the different. Yeah, I mean, I guess a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. As a question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you look and I don't know. Um, we did a, a release party at a bar here in Charlotte because. Uh, I've done a lot of film and the nice thing about film is you screen it. And so like, mm-hmm. there's a sense of, we did something, 
you know? Yeah. But it was like four, three or four months after I released it, I was like, you know, I never gave my actors and Adrian like a a release. Party. A screen. They were all people I know from film, you know? So, like, anyway. Are you in? Dude. What's that? Are you in films? Do you do that no, too, or do you like write? No budget, 48 hour shit I do with my friends. Oh, you know I mean? the, the good I, stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to think we're petty dads, but we're, we're a blunt club. <laughs> yeah. I, I had, I mean, my hometown is uh, back in Michigan, and yeah, I was kind of on like the, the cultural side of that, and I had friends who would do that and actually put together films. I played a uh, a gremlin, well, more like a demonic being in one. Uh, they uh, they had a sorcerer who casts spells, and the hero was supposed to sl- come and save the day, and uh, the, the sorcerer opened up a pit, and I was one of the demons that popped out and <laughs> jumped out. I had some stupid clothes on. I jumped around a little bit, and then the hero like cut me in half with a sword. So that was pretty cool. That's you know heroes suck. They're always cutting the best yeah. characters in half. Yeah, what what are they? They're like one dimensional. Like I'm gonna save the day. That's all you ever do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, kind of your sword all ablazing. So with writing this, do you see uh, your character Samuel as what everyone in culture is loving now, the anti-hero or the uh, just yeah, the, so. the hard to love hero? Yeah, I mean the you know noir is an archetype. No one's really evil. Maybe someone's evil, but no one's really good. Like everybody's got sins that they mm-hmm. don't right. Yeah, um, everyone has a dark side. Everybody has a dark side, and so one of the original ideas was like, well, noir noir is all about the dark side, and everybody did something bad. Post you know zombie apocalypse, there's that too. Like, yeah, right. So if you put those two together, so I mean he's definitely a gruff fellow um but i also think in traditional noir noir um the uh the main character also like hides it but has a, wants to do good like would rather do good than bad um mm-hmm. but yeah he's you know a gruff character yeah and, and i don't know if i don't know when the anti-hero would have i wonder if that the anti-hero has to have been around before Noir, I would imagine, right? Probably. I never thought about that. I yeah, I'm not, I'm not a philosopher. It definitely has way. propagated it or like encouraged it to go grow. I don't know if that's the word, but um, mm-hmm. propagate. Yeah, propagate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, my last big question, um, and then we can just talk about anything. Is um, so. Uh, what role can I play? Uh, what do you need? Uh, right. Do you need a, you need a scrappy young lad who uh, who says something stupid or? Right. You're in Kentucky. Can you can you go and like uh, record yourself being thrown down a well? Can can, can oh, you do that? I can <laughs> throw him down a well. Yeah, I think I can pull that off. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I'll think, what can I get some dude in Kentucky to do? Yeah, no, I have, I, well, I have a digital, here's all I do. I have a digital recorder. I'll stand on top of a bridge. I'll hit record. I'll drop the recorder and I'll just be like, no, and scream. <laughs> and as the mic pulls away from me, it'll sound, you could tell that I'm, it'll, you just tell, you just say the opposite. Like I was falling, but you know, they yeah. won't, they won't know that. Well, I'll, uh, I'll look for a place to put a, uh, 
somebody falling down a well. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. I'm in. This is great. <laughs> well, um, uh, anything else? Because <laughs> that's the best way to end the interview. Anything else? Uh, thanks for um, listening to it and checking it out and helping me get the word out. I, uh, I Absolutely. appreciate it. And I'm going to tell the, the three, three people that I know uh, to, list, to go listen to it right now. Tell, tell both, both of them and then just yell it at somebody at a convenience store. Okay. Random. Yeah, that would be a great help. Deal. Um, so Samwell Swift's services to find their dead lost people. Uh, right. It's ridiculous, right? What a dumb <laughs> name. Samwell Swift's loved one discovery or recovery services. But oh, yeah. it's the production company that I fictitiously made actually because of a podcast way back in the day. I'll tell you a story real quick. <laughs> the production company is called Stationary Hobo. So okay. if you look for Stationary Hobo, it's way easy to find. Like oh that is easy. Places. Yeah. yeah I mean, way easier, right? I imagine um, anyone that searches just Samwell Swift, um Samwell being one word, uh would find it on iTunes if you just search Samwell well, Swift. Well you have to look Sift. I also made the Sift. characters name ridiculous because S-I-F-T. Yeah, S-I-F-T, yeah. Yep, S-I-F-T. So, yeah, Samuel Swift, Sift. Turn yeah, it, I keep saying it. Not around. like the Jedi. Yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> so, stationary hobo. Well, years yeah, stationary ago, hobo. Years, years, okay. years ago, this was 2000, probably seven-ish, 2007, an idea for a podcast, which was a travel show with two guys who don't go anywhere, right? <laughs> um, and so that was called Stationary Hobo. And back then, getting stuff onto iTunes and into various places was way, way more difficult than it is today. Like, yeah. ridiculously slow. Right? I well, some apps and some different websites have just exploded the production. It, yeah. I mean, they've made it so easy. It's like, why not do this? So we did... I think two or three episodes. And the, the, the idea was I would interview people I knew who had um, traveled and done something like beyond just like a two week vacation, right? Had done something kind of profound okay. overseas. And it was me and my buddy Rick, who was a um, improver and a stand up who doesn't really travel. Yeah. And the first, we had two things. The first thing was I had just come back from living overseas. I'd been in various countries for like six years. So, A, there wasn't anyone more traveled than me, which was, and I'm supposed to be finding travel. I, I just assumed all my friends had traveled like I had, right? Uh -huh. um, second, the first person we interviewed uh, was a lady named Lisa who went and studied pottery in China for like a semester. She was beyond grad school in, into pottery and just really good at it. And Rick doesn't know anything about China. <laughs> he knows nothing about China. So he's his role is to make jokes, but he's like, he didn't I, say anything. He's like, Kevin, I, if I just if I make a joke about China, I don't know anything about it. It's it's going to be insulting. inappropriate. It's going to be. And she's talking about some really deep shit. So <laughs> the, the the idea was flawed at the beginning, but I put a year and a half of work into this, right? And a year and a half of work, I finally figured out some way I could see the stats. And I saw that in that year and a half of work and releasing and everything, f five people had listened to it, and only two people had gone past three minutes. Oh. <laughs> and, and that just, like, my gut just, and I was like, all right, I'm done with this idea. 
Um, oh. They got over. But the the name of that production company lived on just because I put so much work into websites and shit. Is right? it, is it the, the five, five listened year long podcast? Is that still out there? Is it still up and available? So. No. Oh, no, it would have come oh, up somehow. You, I don't think it's even out there. Okay. I was, I was going to say resurgence. That show was, that show was, that show was doomed to fail. Um, <laughs> I so, yes. That's what I went into this with. Um, uh, my friend Thane and I, who started this, we always had some stupid idea about just, I always had ideas, and he's like, yeah, sure, we just need to do something together. And I'm like, fine. He moved away, and I'm like, fine, I'll just talk to you on the phone. We started talking. I'm like, why don't we just make a podcast about that? And that was it. Like, that's it. Like, the, like the full extent. And I'm like, this is, no one's going to listen to it. It's no big deal. I don't even care if anyone listens to it. Uh, I'm just doing this for fun. And uh, right. I think I'm hoping that the website isn't making up the numbers because if they're just making up numbers to make me keep making more episodes, because the numbers are surprising. I'm like, what? This many people listen to this crap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, so definitely uh, to anyone listening and on our phone call, which is always awkward, uh, stop listening into our phone calls and go, <laughs> go check out uh, Samuel Sift in the detective for recoveries of lost people's services. I know I that's butchered that. Very well done. But that's perfectly fine. Yeah. That's, that's, I think really or good. Google zombie noir. Maybe one day I'll oh, win that. Too. Zombie let's, noir. Let's make that a goal. We'll make that a goal. You Google zombie noir. It comes up first. And it comes I'm, up. Well, I'm just willing that one into the universe. For now. <laughs> That'd be good. And listen for my bit part on the upcoming season, uh, where I fall down a well. So Josh in a well. Josh and Well, it'll be great. It's like yeah. it's like Samwell, Josh and Well. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna get back to climbing. I'm here at the Rock Gym, so I'm gonna go oh, do nice. that. Uh, I hope you have a good evening. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and thanks for talking to me. Yep. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>